Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to the Sage Sayers. I'm your host, Debbie Gardner-McCullough. This week's episode is going to sound a little different. I actually recorded the episode in the woods near a stream. So you'll hear a couple of audio quirks with the 16th episode. I wanted to keep the authenticity of the story. I know that if I re-recorded it in my studio without the audio quirks, it just wouldn't really have the same feeling. Enjoy. Thanks for listening. Hi, I'm Debbie McCullough. I'm an executive communications coach and a narrative coach from New Zealand based in the fine state of Wisconsin. You're listening to The Sage Sayers. It's my weekly podcast on communications tips and strategies and stories from interesting people from all over the world who found a gift, an opportunity and or knowledge from challenging situations. This week I'm sharing my own story. I have had a big failure in my life and when I look back at this time, even though it was very stressful in the moment, I can't feel more grateful than I do for the failure which induced the setback at the time. My story centres around my training at the University of Wisconsin-Madison's Professional Coaching Certificate Program. I'd taken a big risk entering that program in 2019. I'd left 19 years of academic work, working as a professor either of writing, literary journalism, and most recently executive communications at a top-tier MBA program. But after 19 years, and as my 50th birthday grew nearer, the story takes place on my 49th year, I noticed a sense of restlessness that I couldn't really ignore. I craved change. I craved a new career, but one that rolled over many of the skills that I'd gathered as a professor of 19 years, but also my 25-year-long career as a business reporter, writing on social trends and struggles for top-tier media, including The Economist, The Financial Times, and The Guardian. So I'd gone into training at aged 49 and was doing very, very well with this new life training to become a certified coach. The Madison program was wonderful. It's very much aligned with the core competencies of the International Coaching Federation. And upon graduating, all of us provided that we passed our oral exam, which required submitting a recorded coaching session through which our mentor coaches and trainers would evaluate us based on our alliance with the ICF core competencies. Provided we passed that oral exam, we would be able to apply for the first of three tiers available to us, for us to certify with the International Coaching Federation. So that was the goal, finishing the certificate and passing that oral and written exam so that I could later submit my application to the International Coaching Federation to become an ACC certified coach, an associate certified coach. While all was going extremely well, I took to coaching and this new training like a fish in a beautiful stream like the one I'm sitting beside here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I loved everything about coaching. I loved that it employed all of my inherent skills, including asking powerful questions, active listening, executive presence, 
and curiosity that I'd employed in every job I'd ever really touched prior to my coaching training. And I was also feeling very entrepreneurial. And so with little struggle, I found plenty of pro bono and even a couple of paid clients to practice my coaching skills on and to clock my hours. I only needed 50 hours to apply to certify with the Madison program, but I went way beyond that. And as the application for that final uh, oral exam grew near, I reached 100 hours and felt very, very proud of this achievement. So with a very pumped up confidence and with lots of, not bravado looking back, but lots of clarity that I was going to clinch this, no problem whatsoever, I recorded one of my sessions and submitted it to my examiners. Here's when the setback occurred. When I opened the email to read what I thought would be, well done, Coach Debbie, what an amazing session. You've passed and now you can certify not only with the medicine program, you can apply for your ICF certification too. But that's not what the email read. The email read, Dear Debbie, while you've been very strong in ABC areas, I can't remember the exact areas where they thought I was strong, we believe there were too many areas where you are not aligned with the ICF core competencies and you sound too directive. Well, I'm not sure how much you know about coaching, but being directive as a coach, especially an ICF certified coach, is an absolute no-no. When you are directive, you're really violating many of which of the core competencies on which the ICF hangs its status. When you're directing, you're not really listening you're being bossy like a professor which is why I probably didn't realize I was being directive and like a consultant which I'd also done a lot of work in prior to my coaching training but I didn't realize I was being directive it was only when I received the failed oral submission that I had known I was directive I'd not received that feedback earlier and my clients never complained of being directed either but here's the thing, in spite of feeling completely mortified and 100% embarrassed, I found very quickly a gift, an opportunity, and the knowledge. And this is where the sage approach takes place in my story. Once I scraped my bruised and battered ego off of the floor and mopped up my tears of humiliation and worry and dismay, I realized as I reread the email from my examiners, I had received additional training from five expert coaches, one of whom, our director, was MCC level coach, one of just hundreds in the world who have reached that MCC master certified coach status through the ICF. So in failing my first oral exam, I had received additional peer review way beyond what I'd received earlier throughout the program and very specific feedback in the exact ways in which I had become directive and not a true coach. I took that learning and I created another sheet of questions as a tool for me to consult as I coach. So from this extra scrutiny and this extra peer reviewing, I was able to create a sheet titled Ways to Not Sound or Become Directive as You Coach. And that sheet I consulted often as I coached from that point onwards. 
and I was able to share it with my peers and I have been also able to incorporate this extra learning on ways to guide and listen without directing into my coaching clients today because when we direct we often lose our audience and the appetite for leadership today is to become non-directive so through that failing not only did I gain extra training for me as a coach I received extra training for me to share with clients who want to embrace the coach approach of leadership which is very non-directive it's creating the space for the audience to figure out things for themselves and to feel heard, listened to, and understood. So that's my takeaway from one of the biggest career flops in my life. Sitting near the stream on Easter Sunday on 2021, it was such a gift. It was hugely humiliating, but seeing myself rebound from that setback and being able to resubmit a new submission which passed brought me far greater joy than I might have felt if I'd clinched it the first submission. I encourage you, anyone listening to my story of failure today, to embrace failure. It's a very American thing, isn't it? I can say that as a New Zealand immigrant who moved to this country in 1996 mm-hmm. and fell in love with the place. We love failure in America. It shows us that we have more to learn and it gives us an opportunity to learn, grow and expand our repertoire and our expertise. So next time you feel that you have failed, pick yourself up, brush yourself off and quickly ask yourself as soon as you're able to recover, what is the gift? What is the opportunity here? And what knowledge can I gather from this setback, this failure to roll over into something helpful to serve me and others in the present and future. Thanks for listening. This is Debbie Gardner-McCullough, and you're listening to The Sage Sayers. If you're interested in my coaching and training services, please visit my website at hangingrockcoaching.com. Bye for now.